0: The Burt Show. Yeah. Al- almonds in the throat. Oh no!
1: Uh oh! Oh, okay. Hand down. Carry on. Carry on. <clears throat> All right. While while Bert attempts not to choke, you you can still talk. Therefore, we don't need to do the Heimlich maneuver. Because I remember <clears throat> learning at our Bert's Big Adventure Conference. It's if you can't speak that we need to do the Heimlich maneuver on
0: you. You are really slipping. <clears throat>
2: <laughs>
0: there is an obvious joke about me choking on nuts in my throat, and you didn't even take it. Oh, I <clears throat>
2: did. <clears throat> <throat> yeah.
3: Yep. Kids! Choking on the nuts. You are really slipping. I am. <clears throat> Go ahead.
1: having kids, man. <laughs> <Stopped me. laughs> All right. So, um, Mo, you got some tragic news that you've been sitting on and you haven't had a chance to share it with us yet?
3: Yeah. So, um, it was, I don't know what it was exactly that I felt in the moment, but, you know, we were on our Bert's Big Adventure trip. So, obviously, in those days, you, you put your personal life mm-hmm. to the side and- You just focus on the trip and on these families and on these special kids, which has been easier to do in past years because I never got such tragic news while being on the trip. If you're a a new listener, the Burt's Big Adventure trip is the one we take down to Disney World every
0: year with kids that have chronic and terminal illnesses, and we escort them and we are just focused on them for five days. So it really allows us, I mean, you have to sort of
3: compartmentalize, and that's what you're focused on, right? Right, exactly that. So... This year, was, um, it was a little more difficult to put my personal life to the side because it was so weird how this happened. But we were on the bus, and I believe we were on our way to one of the parks with all of the families, and I get two text messages. And typically, on the trip, I'm not checking my text as often as I usually would. And in this particular instance, you know, you have a little bit of time while we're on the bus to go through your phone and see if you'd missed anything. And ironically, I end up having two text messages of two people who passed away in my life. And both hit me differently for different reasons. One being uh, this is the first time in my life that I can ever remember having a passing of somebody that I went to school with who is the same age as me. Mm. And this guy, uh, his name is Clyde. And we, we were both athletes. We played football together. And, it's you know, he's uh, one of the I think he's probably the only guy genuinely that I was ever a little bit jealous of in life because of his athleticism. This guy was incredible. He was just one of those just naturally born athletes, just faster than everybody, better than everybody. Um, The man kept in phenomenal shape throughout his entire life, uh, even to the last time I saw him. He was just that kind of guy. But he always had heart complications. Mm. And it hit me differently because of the fact that I've had my own struggles with my heart that I've documented on the show. And it runs in my family uh, as far back as they know, as far as the men in my my life, my father, my grandfather – have all had to have heart surgery at some point in their in their life as adults, and it saved my father and my uncle, his brother's lives at one point. So it's always in the back of my mind to try to, you know, eat right and do the right things at an earlier pace so that I don't have to go through what they experienced. But there was even a, a part... In a point in the park when we were walking through one of the parks and my chest started hurting Oh man, a lot more than it had in a long time. And I wasn't exactly sure what it was. I'm thinking maybe it was from sometime, you know, it's working out and it's just a soreness, but you get a little worried when it happens. And so I was like putting that off to the side and trying not to think about it. And then I get this news and, you know, I ask how and they're like, they don't know yet, but it appears to be natural causes. And I guess because we're the same age and we kind of live the same similar lifestyle and to hear that he had passed away from natural causes was like, it just hit me a little bit different.
1: It doesn't feel like dying in your 30s is something that's can be attributed to natural causes.
3: Right. Like that's just not something that you hear or that you think about. And then I like, okay, well, I'm going to have to process that one later. And then as I'm thinking I'm about to put my phone away and that'll be the, the last of it, I realized there's also a text from my ex. And that was shocking just to have a text from my ex, period, because we haven't spoken in so long. And then I, I read it, her grandmother passed away. Mm-hmm. And then this was a, a bit of a process uh, of a mind f. I I guess I should say, for me, because I didn't really know how to process it or feel about it because of the fact that we're no longer together. It makes it awkward. But at the same time, when we were together, I got very close to her grandmother. And I obviously haven't spoken to her grandmother since we broke up because that's just kind of how breakups go. You know, you don't speak to the family anymore. But when we were together, I mean, I spoke to her grandmother all the time. Like, we were pretty close. And I was probably closer to her grandmother than I was to her, to to be honest.
1: It happens like that sometimes.
3: Yeah. And so I had to, like, find a way to kind of push both of these things to the side and just, you know, get through the the trip and, and focus on the trip. And then when I got back, I had a, a little bit of time to process it, but it just, um, it kind of shifted my perspective, I guess, in a way, because when you get that type of tragic news on top of the perspective, you're already gaining from being on a Burt's Big Adventure type of trip. It it really puts things into perspective <laughs> for you very uniquely. And so, fleeting. It really is. It Life is so precious. And in a weird way, as much as I couldn't process it all while it was happening, it got me to lock in on the trip even more. Like, it got me to really, like, push even more on the trip and take in every moment, like, even more than before. And, mm. and wiggle your toes, as you say, Kristen, and really to place yourself in the moment with these kids, with these families, with everyone. And, um... It's, it's, it's been a bit of a rough week for me. That's a lot to take on. This
0: is an interesting conversation here though, considering. So yesterday we cut some bonus content for you yeah. guys for next week. And one of the things that Kristen brought to the table was how often do you think about death? And I said, I think about it like 15 times a week. And then you said that you don't really think about it all that much because your perspective on it is very different though. I find it motivating. Um, once I get over the pain in the morning, it really makes me take a look at life with a different perspective. Like you can forget that we're not going to be here forever. You know, this isn't infinite, right? So you better enjoy it while you're in it. And then when things like that happen, on top of a trip like that it really kind of drops me into life like get it together man like realize what's important and you and i had a very different philosophy on that yesterday
3: yeah because i thought it was interesting how you said that when you you do think about it it puts you in this place that you become motivated and inspired and i was like see you got to know your mindset because for me that's interesting because if i start thinking about death all the time like that, it's going to make me feel like, what's the point of it all? Uh-huh. Like, why am I even working this hard? Is any of this even going to matter at the end of it? And it, it makes sense because in losing someone that I grew up with and we're the same age and he has a family and he has daughters and mm. it it did kind of make me feel like, what is it all for first? But then something clicked in me like, nah, That's why you got to go so hard every day. Mm -hmm. That's why you got to remind the people around you that you love them every day. That's why, like, the connections and the bonds that you form with people is so important because age is not a factor in this world of tomorrow could be the last time that you see or hear from someone because you can easily get caught up in, well, I'm young, I got time, I don't have to worry about these things. And then to see someone like that Mm -hmm. pass Mm -hmm. seems so healthy, so young, so full of life, and one minute you see him doing a video hugging his daughters, and then the next minute he's not here, and they try to process that. It did shake me, but... I did get the the motivation that you speak of in in, in dealing with him passing. Some of this, I've, I lean
0: back on spirituality, religion, whatever you want to call it. In my case, it's God, right? Like, I truly believe that he has a plan, and there is nothing I can do about it, man. When it is my time to go, it is my time to go, and I take a lot of comfort in that. It has really taken the control part away for me, so I don't get nervous when I board a plane. Um do you lean on that at all when you're thinking about when death is in front of you? Do I lean on? Really? On the spirituality of it, like not fearing it, just that it can happen anytime and it's out of your
3: control. It's in God's hands. I do. A yeah. I, I, I lot. I don't. That, I think that's probably why I don't think about it, because I know that it's, it's nothing. I can't control it. There's nothing I can do about it. When it happens, it happens. I do believe that... Um, I don't know exactly what happens after this life, but I do believe that you are free from a lot of the pain and the things that we've had to deal with on a daily basis because life is a beautiful struggle. That's what it is. And so, yeah, I I do feel... Like, when it's my time, it's my time, and I and it is what it is. There's nothing you can do, and all you can do is truly try to make the best of every single moment that you have on life right now, and that's kind of all I try to focus on. Well, man, you are a pro. I would have never thought on that trip there was something else going on. You handled the kids
0: and those families so well, so I'm sorry you're going through all this, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's the Burt Show. Hey, the Burt Show. So we are about to start texting with Haley here. She's recently divorced. She don't even want to date at all. None. Sick of dudes, except one guy, except one guy that she's interested in that she used to work with. And she wants our help to reach out to this guy. Haley, do I have all that right? Yes. All right. So how long have you been divorced?
4: Um, A little bit now. Um, You know, I'm ready to get back into dating, even though I've never really been in the dating world. Um, You know, my ex husband and I we we got together when we were very young like teenagers so I never did the whole dating thing Mm -hmm. as an adult and I've never you know obviously haven't had feelings for anyone else besides my ex except this this guy
3: (laughs) okay so what 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 do you you want us to do how do you want us to set this up how do you want this to go
4: okay yeah so um (sighs) I, I used to work with this guy and he's really the only other person that I've been attracted to. Um, but you know, at the time we are working together, like we were both with someone, um, obviously, you know, it was platonic, our relationship. but I since have learned that he also is divorced now. Um, So, yeah, I want to kind of text him and I'm really scared to do that on my own. Um, It it might be like really out of the blue, but, um, you know, and like I said, like our our work relationship was there was never any like flirting or anything like that. So I really don't know if like he feels the same. So I'm hoping you guys could help me out with this.
5: I wanna know what's so special about this guy. I mean, if he's the first guy you're gonna go for post divorce, like is he just like stupid hot or do you guys connect on other levels too? Yeah, I mean he definitely is
4: good looking. Um, not gonna lie about that. Uh he just, you know, was I was really impressed with him at work and he was such a leader um where we, we worked. Um yeah, and just by his, I was impressed by his intelligence, and he was kind, and, you know, I was, just, you know, there's not many guys like that these days. I mean, I don't really know what's out there, but I have friends, and I know it's pretty rough, so I don't know. I I think this is worth, like, per- pursuing, but I'm just scared, too.
1: Now, was there a little seed of anything while you guys worked together? Was there any sort of attraction? Was any? Was there any kind of flirting? Um we know how you feel but do you think there is a strong possibility he may have found you attractive as well?
4: Yeah, I can mean, definitely know like flirting but he would you know help me on projects and just like get me coffee, you know, just little things that were very nice that um I don't know I think maybe there could be something there but obviously we were both in relationships so we are very appropriate at work and we wouldn't do anything like that Mm -hmm. though and but I you know I feel like he did
1: kind of wasn't me you know as much as you can be or at least he would (laughs) be there's potential there for sure
4: yeah yeah I mean it's hard to say Mm -hmm. like was he just being nice but I don't I, I don't know I think there could be but I'm scared how long has it been since you last texted? A little while now, uh, I'm trying to think, like at least like a few months, maybe six months now.
0: I, I've got two thoughts right off the bat, because Mo and I have tried to tell women now for a couple of years that it is always welcome for a woman to make the first move for a dude. Some dudes, I mean, we like to act secure, right? Know what we're doing, Sometimes we're really reluctant to make that first move, right? So when a woman does, A, there's tremendous relief. Um, And the second thing here is I think that because you are recently out of your relationship, and he is too, I think that we can frame this as two people just going to hang out. This doesn't have to be anything romantic whatsoever. You don't know where his head is. You're probably not entirely sure where yours is. Also, if this is going to be the first date after. So I think you have to frame this more as something really super casual with two people just going out, hanging out, and there are no expectations. Yeah. No, no, that could work. I mean, at least for me, that would take the defensiveness out of it. Just for, like, two people that sort of had a connection in the office, let's go ahead and reestablish uh, reestablish that connection over a drink or coffee or whatever, and then let things happen. Yeah, we don't
1: have to cannonball into this pool. Yeah, right. We can literally walk in on the first step. I think that'll be okay.
3: I like the casual approach. I feel like you don't you don't have as much to lose, and it won't be as awkward either way that it goes, so I, I think that's a good way to go about yeah.
5: it. Yeah, and if your divorces were messy enough, you'll have plenty to talk about. Go. Oh my God. <laughs> The tea will be so good. <laughs> Ooh, that? Ooh, can you guys invite me? I want to come. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Haley, hang out one second. When we come back, we will start texting this guy for just a casual meetup. That's all okay uh it's texting okay. to next on the bird show hey the bird show I right, we're about to start texting for Haley now she is recently divorced and she's reluctant to start dating again she's probably heard abby's stories uh anybody that <laughs> listens to abby is reluctant to date that's for sure
5: abby is also reluctant to date so <laughs> <laughs> it's all adding up
0: <laughs> so um there's one guy though that sort of she knows she has a connection with, and that's a guy that she used to work with in the office, a coworker, and she wants our help to reach out to this guy. She felt a connection. Then we just want to set up just a casual meetup, and he won't know that uh, there's an ulterior motive here.
1: I think I have an idea. It could be a horrible one. But I'm going to throw it out there anyway, because there's no such thing as a bad idea, right?
0: No, 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 no. I've heard a lot of
1: them. (laughs) No, no, no. That's totally not true. Okay. So who went through the divorce first, Haley, him or you? Me. Okay. And he's recently going through a divorce? Yeah. No, I mean, it looks like he's, you know, divorced now. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm thinking, since you have that commonality now, um, you can hit him up and be like, hey, hope everything's okay. Just so you know, I've been where you are now. And if you ever want to talk about anything, I'm here. In reference to like divorce, like, you know, experiencing divorce. I've, or do you want to keep those two absolutely separate?
0: I would initially keep them. Se- as a guy that's gone through divorce, like, the last thing I want to do is mm-hmm. talk about my divorce. So people
1: bond <laughs> through trauma, man.
0: Yeah, but I don't think it would be the motivation to hang mm. out.
1: Okay. I feel like that also is a very, like, emotionally
5: intimate thing to bring up. Like, hey, I know we haven't texted in six months, but why don't we get together and you tell me all about your very messy and traumatic <laughs> divorce? <laughs> I want the tea, Abby. I want the tea. And I also want the tea, but we're not there yet.
0: I think if it comes up, that's great during yeah. this texting thing, but I don't think we should lead with it. I don't think so either. All yeah. right, then
5: what should we lead with? Just do you want to go out for a non-threatening beer together, where we have casual
1: conversation about work? I don't know. How- well, We haven't texted in six months, so we need that initial. Right. Plan.
0: So how would he? How did he initially come up in your head? Because yes. I think that's what he's going to want to know. Like, why is she texting me now?
4: I don't know. I think I've always like thought about
1: him here and there. We can't tell him uh, that.
4: Yeah,
0: we can't tell did him that something,
1: no, Is there something no, that you would see? I don't know. Haley, is there something you would I mean, see out in the wild that would remind you of him that you can bring up to him?
4: Um, I mean, like the last time we did speak, it was like for a reference I asked him for. So I, I mean, I since like, I mean, he knows I got that job, but I don't know. Maybe just another thank you again. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
6: What if we took Kristen's initial like divorce idea, though, and did it a different way and said, hey, heard from a mutual that you're divorced now. Welcome to the club. Let me take you out for a drink.
1: Oh, wait. Mm. I, I,
6: I kind of love that, I'm right? Because now we're letting him know we're divorced, mm-hmm. uh huh. but we don't need to talk about it. But let me take you out for a drink. Welcome to the club. Keep it, like, super light and
1: breezy. I like that. Or we can also go... I just wanted to update you. The new job is growing, going awesome. I can't thank you enough for that reference. Would love to take you out uh, for a drink to thank you.
0: I, I personally would like that one better. Okay. If you guys want to lead with the divorce thing, though. No. What?
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of team divorce over here. Let's let's start a divorce
5: club at this local brewery
1: we're going to take him to.
3: <laughs> I don't think you go wrong either way. If I'm him, in, if I'm Haley, in that position, I would see both of those.
1: Haley, you're the deciding factor. Which um, pick your own adventure. Which way we're
0: gonna
3: go? <laughs> the divorce one would seem more
0: like taking a shot, whereas the thank you would seem more authentic. I would interpret that like, hey, we're both divorced now. Let's go and have a drink. I would say like, oh, she's taking. It. Oh, okay. It would it would say something to me, but just the congratulations drink again, it would fly right over my radar.
1: All right, Haley, which one do you want to do?
4: Yeah, I guess the congratulations, like, or the you know thanking him for the
1: reference would be
0: and then a maybe, little less awkward for and me. Then, and then <laughs> maybe he'll bring the divorce up. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. All right. So he's already got your number. He he knows who it is. So just put, hey, insert his name.
0: Something about, hey, I'm in such a great place right now, and part of that has to do with this new job I have. And had you not blah, 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 then blah, 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 wow. blah.
1: that's a lot. Yep. Um, how about you just say, new job is going great. Can't thank you enough for that reference. Would love to take you out for a drink to celebrate.
4: Okay, so I said, hey, Danielle, just wanted to tell you the new job is going great. Can stop, think- stop.
1: You- just want to update you, because you've already talked about it before. So just wanted yeah, to yeah. update you, comma, the new job is going great. Okay. Can't
4: thank you enough for that reference. Would love to buy you a drink to say thanks.
1: Works for me. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All Right, Sunday. Okay. Yeah, who would say no to that? May- Easy breezy. Maybe
1: Daniel. We
5: don't know yet.
0: What a jerk he's turned out to be. Right?
5: <laughs> Daniel's almost as bad as Uncle Chuck.
0: Ah, oh, Chuck from last oh, uh, week. TBT, Chuck. I
5: <laughs> wonder how Chuck's doing in rehab. nothing yet
0: yeah I wouldn't expect a whole bunch of like like enthusiasm or a lot of emotion here because remember we're sort of camouflaging it as this casual meetup so my guess is he is going to respond as though it's a casual meetup Mm. so I don't think we can read too much
5: yeah it's probably going to go straight over his head he might even say something like oh you don't need to do that glad it's going well
4: (laughs) Um, okay. So he did answer. He said, so glad to hear that. Exclamation. Oh. How are things outside of work?
2: Ooh. Okay. Okay,
1: Daniel.
0: So what was his, re- his response didn't say, yeah, let's go for a drink or anything.
1: No, not yet. No. Didn't. Okay. Read it again. Um, so glad to hear that. Exclamation mark. How are things outside of work? So he did not respond to said drink imitation.
3: So to reiterate. Oh,
1: how about we do this? Um, would love to catch you up over a drink.
3: Have with- a lot to
0: catch up. Have a lot.
1: Yeah.
5: Have yeah. a lot. To, uh, too much to
0: text.
1: Yeah. Too much to text.
5: Would love to catch up over a drink. There
0: you go. Does that
5: seem like we're being a little too pushy with it, though? Because then that's two texts of being like, get a drink with me. Get a drink with me. I don't
3: uh, think I felt so. That. How about this? How about just too much to text? We can talk about it over that drink. How about? Because he didn't answer it.
6: Mm-hmm. Lots of big changes. Too much to text. What if we come back with a question? What if we just
5: now turn this into a casual conversation, and then we can double down on the drink in another text? Like lots of big changes. Too much to text. How about you? Question mark and mm-hmm. see if he brings up his divorce. There you go. There you go. Nice sending. Oh, typing
0: now. If he doesn't address the drink part. <laughs> Again, after he details to us some of the stuff that's been going on, do we go back in or do we say this to the L? : I
5: I think we give it one more push. Okay. Like if he says something like, ah, oh, also lots of big changes, just went through a divorce, blah, blah, blah. Then we say, oh, sounds like something that would be fun to chat over a beer or whatever.
3: If he ignores it twice, that's a sign. Yeah. That's pretty clear. Yeah.
5: Or maybe Daniel's not ready to talk. Maybe we need to send Daniel to therapy. Our counselor. Maybe he's not ready he said, to date.
4: He answered and he said, "Big changes over here too." Exclamation mark. Also, too much to text. Exclamation mark. Ha. Period. H-I, Period. Uh.
0: <laughs> We're up. Yeah. I, I think we got to take one
3: more shot here. I oh, think so. too. Okay.
1: How about we just? Um. What if we just l- literally?
3: Perfect. Sounds so how like about a perfect time for us to have that drink. hmm
1: So how about that drink so we can catch up, question mark? Yeah, not me.
6: Add that on the end. <laughs> because what threw Mom me... Nuts. It, yeah, it was weird that he didn't respond to the drink text, but when he's like, how's life outside of work? That's a, that's an invitation to chat,
5: right? I know. Yes. Mm-hmm, so for we, sure. I don't feel like he's yeah. going to shoot us down, but I'm like, why didn't you just jump on the drink while you
4: had
3: it? Stupid. It's right
5: there. Okay. <laughs> 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 right, so just saying...
4: So how about that drink so we can catch up?
5: Yeah. Okay. I feel like guys do that, though. They just latch on to one thing in the text you send them, and they just answer. You have, like, three things you're asking them, and they just pick one.
0: Not unless we really want to go out with this person, and I would have seen that loud and clear. (laughs) Very clear.
5: But maybe Daniel's insecure. Maybe he thought, who am I to think that Haley wants to go out with me? Mm -hmm. Maybe he's down bad from his divorce. He's not feeling super confident. He's got to get his groove back. It's you playing devil's advocate.
0: He's going to rock his emotional world.
5: Yeah, Just really want the best for Daniel.
0: He can still read. (laughs) (laughs) Typing again. This guy is typing.
4: So nervous.
0: Watch is just like, no. (laughs) He's typing all this. Maybe he's typing oh. no in a whole bunch of different languages for
4: you. Oh yeah,
5: so you really get the message.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, he answered. Maybe not a drink, trying to cut that out for now, focusing on health and clear head. Lunch question okay. mark. Oh. All right. Oh.
0: Dude. Done. done. Done and done. And done.
2: done. And then Daniel? I think <laughs> <laughs> back again, well, again uh,
0: with is uh, yeah, <laughs> <Wales school> here. <laughs> Um, I think you hit them back and you just say alcohol or nothing.
6: (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Sounds perfect. I think you
0: say sounds perfect. And then you can break away from all this and make the plans with them. That's
1: great. I'd even say like, I love that for you. Sounds great. And then you pick the spot and time and place.
0: I wouldn't say I love that for you because that says I'm a drink. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for you, but I'm drinking my face (laughs) off I'm getting twisted. (laughs) Yeah, I think this is pretty much done, Haley. Awesome. I'm going to say sounds perfect. And then work out the details with them. And then just okay. get hammered on that day. Like, start doing shots and go, hey, I know you're like off the thoth, but here I go.
5: No, you got to show up drunk. Bring yes. the energy.
0: Even better. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. All right, Haley, we'll let you go. Our work is done here. Well, thank you so much. All right, good luck. Follow up with us and let us know how it went, okay?
4: Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you again. Good, good luck. Good luck.
0: Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> The Bird Show. I just want to lead with this in turn, Courtney, that there's an old saying that if you want to see yourself and who you are, just look at the five closest people around you and how they act. Okay? All right. So if one of them (laughs) is using her ex-boyfriend's credit card to take her new man out on dates, (laughs) I'm not saying it does or does not reflect on you.
6: I'm saying a free meal is a free meal. (laughs) Hey, that's my girl. (laughs) And you can't
1: punish somebody for somebody else's behavior. I'm
0: not saying punish. I'm just saying look at your closest friends and there you are. There's you. Uh I'm
6: I'm just saying it's good content.
0: (laughs) That I agree with. Okay, what do you got?
6: All right, so I have a friend. I have a class with him. So we're friends enough in school, but I wouldn't say we would like hang out outside of school or like, you know, go out together one-on-one and let's call him Daniel. Names have been changed to protect the not-so-innocent. Damn. Damn.
0: Damn. (laughs) We're bringing it back. We are bringing it back. (laughs) Um,
6: And so Daniel is dating a girl. Let's call her Sarah. Sarah has an ex-boyfriend. We'll call him Cameron. Everybody following. So Daniel has just found out that Sarah, every time they like order on like a Chick-fil-A app or go out to like just a ch- it's not like fancy dinners, but it's cheap enough that Sarah is using Cameron's card to pay for their meals. She's using her <laughs> ex-boyfriend's credit card to ba- pay for
1: her current boyfriend's meals. Yes.
0: Under no circumstances is this acceptable unless the ex-boyfriend cheated and did something really, really, really bad to her and This is karma taking over.
6: From what I know, he did not cheat. However, the breakup was not necessarily amicable in the sense of like he would like show up places that she was, and it was kind of like just a harassment thing. He was not happy with the way things ended. Mm -hmm. And so for her, this is like, well, you get what you get. This is karma. And so Daniel is now in this predicament of should he accept the free meals and not say anything? Or should he stand up and like, you know, it's kind of like an integrity thing. Another man is paying for my food, you know? Does that not make him feel a little weird? I don't agree
5: that this is karma because karma is when you let the universe take over. Mm -hmm. Somebody does you wrong, you turn the other cheek and move on with your life and you let the universe punish that person. You cannot create your own karma because now karma is going to come around and swing her back around and somehow punish her because she will probably receive some kind of karma for using
1: her ex-boyfriend's credit card. Isn't that stealing? Isn't that fraud?
3: It's oh, yeah. literally Definitely. fraud. 100%. Yeah, this like,
0: is a criminal offense. So
1: is it like his credit card was already like uploaded to these apps? So she doesn't have like the physical card. She doesn't have the number. It's just his his credit card information was saved in the Chick-fil-A app. That way, anytime she goes in there, she can
6: order food and he gets charged for it. Yes, that is correct. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's like on her Apple Pay, which is how <laughs> she goes to like restaurants. Wow. And so. You know, just for context, Sarah and Cameron, her ex, were together for a little over a year. Things were good. They were staying at each other's places, like, very frequently. And then, of course, the breakup was not amicable. And it doesn't necessarily help that everybody knows each other. Like, Daniel and Cameron know each other, and they obviously don't get along now. (laughs) So now, Daniel's in this situation where he gets a text from Cameron that says, you have until this date... To bring me the $400 you owe me, as well as a B and C item that Sarah never gave back to him. Um, failure to comply and show up will result in appropriate actions taken. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. Mm.
3: me why? beat your ass. <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> what that means. It's a hands party <laughs> when I see you.
1: But why is Cameron hitting up Daniel? He needs to be hitting up his ex, who is the one that has access to his credit card. Why is he hitting up the new boyfriend?
0: Well, it's the same reason why if you're in a bar and you're with a guy and you pop off to another dude, the dude can't go after you. He's got to beat your boyfriend's
3: ass exactly that that's exactly the
6: reason I asked the same question and I think part of it has to do with the fact that Cameron's not necessarily all the way over Sarah he's in his eyes Sarah is an angel she can do no wrong right so it must be this manipulative man that is making her spend his money oh, and there's so much ego involved in this and him wanting to get back with her so again he's in this situation of now I'm being threatened with like lawsuits or however that works and i I don't know what to do because I'm not the one spending the money. He can go after Daniel all he wants. There's nothing yeah.
1: legally he can do to Daniel. Now, honestly, he can even he can try to go after Sarah. But if he willingly uploaded his credit card information to the app and gave her access to it, it's his fault for not deleting it or if, changing mm. his credit card.
3: Yeah, if I'm Daniel, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to go through with it just off of integrity. That Man. chicken
6: wouldn't have tasted as good. Nah. <laughs> right, but wait a
3: second. Let, ask yourself this.
0: How old are the people that we're talking about here?
6: Uh, they're my age, 20, 21. All
0: right. So forget your answering as a 36, 37-year-old <laughs> man right now, and you go back there as a 21-year-old. Broke, broke ass. Broke yeah. ass. Your integrity doesn't even kick in until
3: 25. Se- seeking adventure anyway. You're right. Yeah. Yeah.
6: You're right. You're right. And I'm especially, probably- I mean, it's just Chick-fil-A. It's not mm-hmm. a fancy dinner in Atlanta. And part of this is it took Cameron almost two months to realize the charges that were being <laughs> charged to him. So now he's like on back order.
3: Yeah. And- well, at that age, I'm certainly not giving that money back. There's no way I'm sending you the four hundred dollars, you're gonna have to come get it. Yeah, I just wanna be completely honest. Like in a PC
0: world, for sure I wouldn't do that now. I would hate the idea of using another man's money. Absolutely. But back then, at 20, 21 years old, I gotta be honest with you. I would have done it I probably would have done it <laughs> well
5: too. Y- using a guy's brain I would think from a pride standpoint that again you wouldn't want to use your girlfriend's ex-boyfriend's money to purchase lunch so honestly I would give the money I mean I know I know it sounds like the politically correct thing to say but I would give the money back purely just to get this guy off my girlfriend's uh, ass because he's harassing her mm-hmm. so I pay it
3: I'd get the money back today. Twenty one? No. <laughs> no, nah, you,
1: you ain't you ain't gonna see a penny
3: no, from me. No, not at all. Not that
0: age. Mm-mm. Good morning, and I'm I'm not saying it's right. I'm just trying to be real. Like when I was twenty, very different than when you're older, right? Hundred percent. Hey G, good morning. You're on the Bert Show.
3: man. What's going on? Um, one, I think the new boyfriend. That's that's Daniel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the new boyfriend. uh, just just for karma purposes, I, I would probably give give some of the money back. But I would be more concerned with the the girl being comfortable doing that. Like, yeah. what is she gonna do to me in the oh. future? Yeah, hundred percent. That's too That's good a good point. thought. That's, valid. that's a real good
0: point. Thank you for calling. And Caitlin, one last call here. Good morning. You're on the Burt Show, or not? Caitlin. Caitlin. Hi.
2: She- Hi. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I think it was Kristen who said it was up to. Cameron to get his card numbers deleted, and that's not really true. There's a um, criminal charge called theft by conversion, and basically, it's when someone legally gets the card information but illegally uses it. So if she got it when they were dating, and they were using it for dating purposes. That's fine, but when they broke up, she's no longer using it for the original reason why he gave her the card number, and so. That is so shady.
0: You are either an attorney or you have experience in this area.
2: No, I have experience. I'm not an attorney, but I do. I work in finance, and um, so I do have experience with these kinds of things.
1: But again, Caitlin, Cameron, the ex, can't go after Daniel, but he can go after his ex-girlfriend, Sarah, who has the numbers on her phone.
2: Yes, and she's using it for not the intended purpose of why he originally gave her the number, which was, You know, for her to grab lunch, I'm sure, after class or something like that. Now she's using it on dates Mm -hmm. with another man. And if he puts it in writing, you know, hey, you're not allowed to be using my card unless I'm with you. Well, then she's using it illegally.
0: Not. Thank you for calling.
1: And this is also a lesson for everybody out there. No matter how young you are, <laughs> keep track of your finances. <laughs> like, check that credit card statement more than once every two months and yeah. go through and make sure that, you know, your ex isn't stealing your money and buying Chick-fil-A for her current
0: boyfriend. Yeah. And just a piggyback on that also remember that you can go to jail at any age
3: <laughs> <laughs> they accept you now we,
0: we might have handled it differently but we were 20 years old but we could have gone to jail the same way we could now <laughs> hey the bird show time to get buzzed on the hot goss from hollywood with abby it's the bird show's entertainment bus
5: the scandal just will not end every time we think it's over a new headline comes out. And now we have a lawsuit from Raquel Levis. So to back up just a little bit, if for some reason you've just been living under a rock and you're like, Abby, what's the scandal? Let me tell you. (laughs) So Tom Sandoval was dating this woman named Ariana Maddox on Pup Rules. They were together for like 10 years. They lived together. I mean, it was practically a marriage. Everyone thought they were... They were the most stable couple
1: on the Vanderpump Rules cast. They bought and then a all- house together. They bought a house together. Which has made things very complicated. Oh,
5: yes. I really feel for her. But she's living her best life right now, Ariana. She's uh, on Broadway or something, dancing in Chicago. Anyway, so uh, Raquel, who I guess now goes by Rachel, she's trying to rebrand herself, um, Is it was friends with Ariana from the show. I don't think they were like best, best friends, but they were close. And all of a sudden, Tom and Ari- uh, Tom and Raquel start sleeping together and thus the scandal was born. So now Raquel is accusing Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox of a bunch of different things. Some of them are eavesdropping, revenge porn, Invasion of privacy and, quote, intentional infliction of emotional distress. Basically, this lawsuit is trying to reap uh, some cash for all the suffering that she's had. She says that Ariana distributed without her knowledge or consent videos of her in an intimate setting with Tom Sandoval and saying that she also alerted the Vanderpump production crew so that they could put the info out there that there were some uh, videos of her.
0: Here's what I don't get about this whole entire thing, and let's look. At this retroactively, because it's been going on for, what, months now? How can this couple think that they were going to get away with cheating when they were on a reality TV show and you have cameras around you all the time?
5: I mean, you would be surprised, like, the... Ignorant ignorance isn't the right word. But arrogance? arrogance? Arrogance, yeah. To think that you are above getting caught or maybe even deep down not really even caring if you get caught. Because basically what we've learned about their relationship after this
1: has all ended is that they weren't super happy. Yeah. I think sometimes, and then maybe in this instance, Tom was like felt justified because of the relationship he had with Ariana and that he basically pushed her into the arms of Raquel or mm. whatever. And that if people saw that, they would actually have empathy for him because Ariana was a crappy girlfriend, which is why I sought solace in the arms of Raquel, blah, blah, blah. People create their own narratives. And, um, have their own truth, so it's so crazy how you can look at the same exact situation and see it two completely different ways. And I think that's how Tom and Ariana hmm. looked at it. And Tom thought he would come out smelling like roses, but it was quite the opposite.
0: Sometimes roses smell like poo poo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> heard
3: that. In <laughs> what you time. did, there. Thank I, you, I was, Andre, three thousand. I also think there's something to what Abby is saying about people that cheat. That some part of them, deep down, actually wants to get caught. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I I've definitely seen people put themselves in situations where mm-hmm. it's like you you a part of you wanted to get caught. That was your that was your way out if nothing else. You know, I've brought up this term a couple of times this week, emotionally chaotic, you know? So,
0: when you're an emotionally chaotic person, you put yourself in situations with people that are equally emotionally chaotic to create situations like this cuz this is your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And as my therapist has told me before, they both might have come from like families where chaos Rained in the house. This is what they knew. So as you get older, you have that same attitude until you either grow out of it or spend a lot of money on therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well,
5: I also have this theory. Having done, you know, pro- over a hundred episodes about breakups, I always have this theory that sometimes men, if they don't have the emotional capacity to just end the relationship, mm. they will find some way yeah. to blow it up in the attempt of thinking, "Well, I can't be the bad guy if I do right. this." You know, if I'm going to look like the bad guy if I come out and break up with her, but then you just end up making yourself look worse by doing something even crazier. Yes.
3: Yeah. Che- cheating is not going to make you look better. Yeah, <laughs> it's never gonna work that Even way. Even if
5: you feel like it's justified. Mm. Something that's also interesting is that they're going after the production company too, basically saying that they created her to be the most hated woman in America. I don't think she's gonna get anything out of this because in a lot of those reality shows, they make you sign these very very long legal dark documents. And I had a friend that had gotten cast for The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, a couple of years back, and there's literally a section where you sign on to say you can edit me in any way, you can publicly humiliate me in any way. So really, like. Like, it, there's there's no, nothing yeah. she can get from this. You're
0: signing on. You're, you're not reading the fine print. You're not even doing that when you go on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, right? You want so desperately to be a celebrity, you'll sign anything. You have no idea what you're signing.
1: And at the end of the day, you have to take accountability. Like, you cheated with your friend's boyfriend. Like, that that happened and you have to own up to that and you have to take some responsibility
0: for Yeah, that. and they can't use the excuse, well, they edited it to make me look bad. No, <laughs> no. they no. didn't edit you.
2: <laughs>
1: that wasn't AI, Raquel. Yeah,
5: that was Raquel. Easy. This lawsuit wasn't, wouldn't exist if it was AI. All right, for more stories, head to the Burt Show podcast on your favorite listening platform. Hey.
0: The Burt Show. All right, so his brother is bringing one of her fiancé's ex-girlfriends to her wedding. And she needs to stop
3: this immediately, of course. mo has got the email. My brother just recently told me that he is dating one of my fiancé's ex-girlfriends and intends to bring her as his date to our wedding. To be honest, I'm kind of angry about it. Having someone at my wedding who has a romantic history with either myself or my fiancé is not something I want. My brother told me that I needed to accept his relationship and get used to the idea. While that is one thing, I can't help but feel that my wedding day isn't the appropriate time or place to force this to happen.
1: Time out, real quick. Say you start dating somebody and you are the ex of their friend who's getting married. Would you even want to go to said wedding of your ex? Not really. Like if I was her, I'm like, what? there There's like an agenda here. Well, there well, might be a part
5: of her that wants to show him on the biggest day of his life how well she's doing
1: with the bride's brother.
0: I think I'm getting some things mixed up here. I'm having a hard time following along. So use it in real time, okay. okay. so so it's you Mo and Abby.
1: yes, me okay. so, Abby and I, Abby's getting married, okay?
2: You're gonna have to use somebody else. I can't
0: believe that's not realistic.
1: (laughs) Abby and
3: I Abby and I are sisters,
1: okay? Okay. Abby's getting married. Abby used to date Mo, but she broke up. Now I'm dating Mo and I'm going to bring Mo to the wedding.
0: That's jacked up. Yeah, yes, right? God, you are a B. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the B. No. She's the B. I'm the B.
5: Somebody in here is a B. <laughs> B stands for bride. <laughs> <laughs> Yay!
3: The other part of this is that my brother has pointed out that I've invited one of his ex-girlfriends to the wedding, and therefore it's unfair for me to stop him from bringing his current girlfriend. <sighs> However, I believe there is a big Distinction between the two situations. I've known his ex for over a decade, and she's remained a close friend to me over the years. My brother's relationship with his current girlfriend is relatively new. However, the biggest difference in these two situations is the fact that it is my wedding. I think it's different having to see someone your fiance used to be with at your own wedding. It will be distracting and uncomfortable on our day. This is different than my brother just having to deal with his ex at someone else's wedding. Facts. I would love to know what you think and how I should handle this. Yeah, the brother's an a hole. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: not, it's her day. There should be as few planned distractions as possible, because on your wedding day, things are gonna pop up anyway. Kristen can tell you that more than anybody else. Especially probably. when
1: you have a crappy wedding planner. Um, but, yeah,
0: But she hasn't forgotten that.
1: No, not at yeah, <laughs> i yeah, no, I've totally let it go. I hold no <laughs> grudges. What are you talking about? It's but, not like this happened six years ago, whatever. This is her
0: day though. F your feelings, just like for this one day. Do you guys know people like this, that they have to dig in yes. and they have to be right all the time, no matter what the instance is? Absolutely. Right here, this is it right here.
1: Yeah, I would sit down with my brother and be like listen the th- this is a very this is one of the most important days of my life i don't want to be standing up there at the altar holding my my future husband's hands and looking into the um, congregation and seeing a woman he used to sleep with. If you can't understand that, you can't understand that, but she's not invited to the wedding.
5: Well, it just brings unnecessary drama to a day that hopefully should have no drama. I mean, I know wedding planners are probably <laughs> no drama on a wedding day. Okay. But if you can limit it, you, I think this needs to be a, a conversation that you have obviously with your brother and... He needs to understand that this is just not... You can bring anybody. You got a plus one. You could bring anybody. Do not bring the ex of somebody who is getting married. That is just... It's it's crossing a line.
3: Yeah, this would be easy for me. It's a no. And I would be uh, bothered by the fact that you even asked me to do this. You put me in this position to have to say no. But yeah, anybody in my history or my fiance's mm-hmm. history... Is not welcome at my wedding, period. And if he can't understand that, then he can't come either. Yeah, I think I've told you guys this happened on my wedding day uh, with my
0: ex-wife, who was really cool about it. She's like, hey, um, I want to invite my friend Jason. They were childhood friends. Uh, They were best of friends, like brother and sister. But one night they had a little drunk or whatever and decided to try it. So they hooked up and realized like, oh, my God, this is like incest. We can't do this. And it never happened again. And they remained friends. But she asked me, like, is it cool if I invite him to the wedding? I'm like, yeah, of course. Uh, So he was at the wedding. I'll be honest with you. It just it bugged me. It really, really bugged me. Uh, I think I've told you guys before. It was like the whole wedding was in black and white, and he was the only one I could see
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: in color. You know, like, um, So she was cool about it, but I agree with you, man. If there's anybody that's going to be uncomfortable, nobody should be at that wedding if it's going to make the bride or the groom uncomfortable at all.
3: Not at my wedding. Not no, at no. all. Not your wedding. The Burt Show. All
0: right, Kristen, you're not done with Disney.
1: No, I'm not. There is a
0: seedy side of Disney.
1: There is a dark side of Disney. So we just got back from Disney this week um, after going on our Burt's Big Adventure where we take kids with chronic and terminal illness to Disney World. And since Disney doesn't um...
0: give us crap, (laughs) can <laughs> we help you with that?
1: They give us access to stuff, but since we pay full price, I figured hey, mm-hmm. let's dive into the dark side of Disney. So I found a red um a th- a thread on reddit and it is former disney cast members exposing disney secrets right so i'm going to give you some would you rathers and you tell me as a disney cast member which one you'd rather deal with okay okay so when it comes to like the actual characters mickey Minnie, pluto goofy the ones who are in the costumes right in 1997 a family allegedly attacked pluto Pushing the girl in the costume into the fountain and breaking one of her bones. What? All because she was trying to take her break right before it was their turn to get a picture.
6: Oh, oh my God. I
0: bet this kind of thing happens more to mascots than we know about. I bet. Well, they
1: always have to have a handler now, right? There's always an escort. Mm-hmm. And this next scenario, I'm telling you, is why. So a Disney cast member said in one of our classes, they explained how the characters had to have leads with them at all times since Goofy was stabbed by a man (gasps) who had been arguing with another adult. Wait till you hear what they were arguing about. They were arguing about whether Goofy was a person in a costume or a real six foot dog and
0: a half.
3: Mm -hmm. Are you kidding
0: me?
1: I'm not kidding you.
3: Now
0: I
1: know why they have those metal detectors on the outside. Makes sense.
5: There
0: should be some kind of IQ test you have to take before you go into Disney.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the next two have to deal with lost and found, okay? So, an employee of the Space Mountain ride had to check the rockets when they came back from their cycle and they found the person's missing glass eyeball.
2: Oh, <gasps> uh-uh. morning.
1: Now, the other ride <laughs> happened at Animal Kingdom and an object flew past the passengers. After the ride ended, a man informed staff that his prosthetic leg <laughs> had somehow fallen off and they had to suspend the ride to go find it. <laughs> Somewhere, it's just in a lion's mouth.
3: (laughs) I think I'd rather go find the eye, yeah.
5: No, I'm choosing leg. Leg? Yeah. Yeah,
3: because it's going to be harder to look for your eye. (laughs) So I'm I'm taking leg.
1: All right, so when it comes to lockers, an employee once witnessed a guest trying to stuff her dog into a locker so she could go on a ride. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, and then you also have to deal with this. Just keep this in mind whenever you go and eat anywhere at Disney and use one of their tables. Guest on several occasions used tables meant for eating on to change their baby's dirty diapers, (laughs) often leaving the soiled material behind.
3: You might be right about this IQ (laughs) test. All
1: right, do you want to deal with the dog in the locker or somebody changing a baby on one of the tables you eat at? (laughs) I'll I'll get some Lysol. Give me the baby.
3: Yeah, give me the baby on a table. Yeah, dog. That dog could literally die in that. Exactly. All
1: right, here's the next two scenarios. One cast member described a moment where he played Dumbo in a parade. It was an awful day. He felt sick. He knew he was going to vomit. Oh, no. no. If he pulled the head off to do so, he'd lose his job. Probably cause a few children's future therapy bills along the way. <laughs> so he threw up right in the head.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh-uh. damn. It
1: was, Bar started pouring out the little mesh. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> the <metal> be.
0: <laughs> I know I've seen a movie where there's this similar scene yep. playing out. I just can't figure out what it is.
1: Yep. And then there was a grandma and her grandson who were riding one of the dinosaur theme rides when she realized there was something at the floor of her car that she was in. Um, she picked it up. It was a fully loaded gun. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> The woman immediately gave the gun to an attendant. Soon the police were called. They found the gun's owner, Angelo Lista, who seemed pretty chill about the whole thing. He claimed he didn't know you couldn't bring loaded guns into Disney World. Oh.
0: IQ test. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the scene that I was talking about was from Succession.
1: Oh. Do you remember that? Yes. The right. Yes, yes, yes. Right? It's like
0: Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. His grandkid or whatever, whatever. All
1: right. So, and the last little bit, this is this is just for you guys. I will send you the link because what you do will live forever on the internet. Um, apparently, when people go ride on Splash Mountain, they know exactly where the camera is. So, women like to flash it.
0: Oh, <gasps> at it's
1: Flash Mountain? <laughs> it is Flash
5: <laughs> Mountain.
1: Yes, 100%. Um, my favorites are the ones in the log flume with the kids in the front. Oh, yeah, so there's a whole website. <laughs> oh, nice. A cast member who worked there took, <laughs> took all the photos from Splash Mountain and downloaded them to a website, and you can look at all these women's boobs as they flash the cameras going down, as Abby has dubbed,
0: Flash Mountain. Well, <laughs> the lighting is good. Jared yeah, 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 yeah. one woman's boobs. She's got like some triple
2: boobs, <laughs> man.
1: Those puppies are. He, I'm surprised she didn't knock herself out as she was going down that giant hill. How
0: many people are Googling that website
3: right now? We Which speak. one did she say? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bird Show. Thanks for listening. Get more Birch Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at the Birch Show.